0: Using Matthew chapter 11 and verse 30, "For my yoke is easy and my burden is light," I would like to preach on the thought of a message, and I really believe that this message could change the way you look at Christianity. And I know that after the pandemic, you know, we were locked down for a year. It was like holding the the garden hose, right? for a year, and then just letting all that water out. And, and right now, people are wildly riding off in all directions, and I don't blame you. I mean, I feel, everyone feels the, the need for speed, right, just to go out and live, right? And, but I would like to kind of challenge uh, your, your views on Christianity and, and, and serving God. That It is such a blessing if you can look at it according to the Word of God. And preach on the thought of a message joined with Jesus, joined with Jesus. There's a lady that showed up in the foyer of this big church, okay? Even bigger than this church, right? So the usher, they had ushers, right? Not hushers, but ushers. So the usher didn't really recognize her and assumed she was kind of a first-time visitor. So, He helped her find a seat, and she said, well, young man, I'd like to sit right down in front of the preacher, front row, dead center, in front of the pulpit. And so he led her down there, but then he cautioned her. He said, "Uh, ma'am, I really wouldn't advise you sitting right there. And she said, and why not? And the usher said, well, you know, it looks like, I don't know, maybe you're new here, but... uh, The preacher, he can be really boring, and he can be really long-winded. So I just don't know if you really want to sit there. And the the lady stiffened up and said, do you know who I am? And the usher said, no, ma'am. She said, I am the preacher's mother, and I do not appreciate that coming. And the usher kind of put his hands on his hips and said, well, ma'am, do you know who I am? And the lady said, No, I don't. And the usher said, Good. And he walked away. (laughs) Out the door, into the parking lot, got in his car and drove home, right? (laughs) Joined with Jesus. Jesus said, My yoke is easy and my burden is. Light. You know that if you've ever gone to work and it's like, man, it's a light work day. And you're like, okay. If you ever had to take a test and maybe someone in, in that, that came out of the test said, man, that test was easy. Man, it makes you excited. Those are two words that work well with everybody. The Bible says that Jesus made a proclamation of what walking with him would look like. Easy and light. A yoke is basically a wooden harness. But if you harness an animal to a plow, and they don't do that so much anymore. We use tractors, but this is 2000 years ago, and that's why this doesn't make sense to a lot of people. They do yoke animals in China and other parts of the world, and they still plow fields with oxen and donkeys and horses. But that's why we're going to explain what we're talking about here, because this is the essence of the message. So if you harness a horse to a plow, they call it harnessing. Okay, but a yoke is actually like a wooden harness that takes two animals and couples them together. So when you have a yoke, you don't have one, but you have two animals that are locked together working together pulling together as one to plow a field when jesus said and the bible says if you read in and sometimes it's a blessing you know you read different things but to see the context what jesus was talking about who he was talking to. And in the book of uh, Matthew in chapter 11, the Bible said he was speaking to multitudes. Can you imagine thousands of people out there? And Jesus looked under the multitudes and no doubt in multitudes, you see all kinds of needs, don't you? And the Bible said that Jesus spoke to them and he said, come unto me. The first thing I'd like to share about in joining with Jesus is that you are invited to join. The Bible says, you know, the Bible says, look at the condition he speaks to. Those that labor. What's labor? Have you ever labored before? Now, my wife has. I know, because she has. We have one daughter. So she was in labor. Now, have you ever dug a ditch or something? Or have you ever dug a post hole? Brethren, it's hard. You're tired in 60 seconds. Have you ever been in a fight? It's not like the movies. If you're fighting for about a minute, you are done. That's why most of the guys end up on the ground because they get tired real quick of throwing punches. But the Bible says when you labor, you're fatigued. And the Bible said the other thing, that you're heavy laden. There is a burden coming down on us. The Bible said if either one of those conditions come to you, then you are invited to come to Jesus. I spoke with a man, he's a Christian now, and we were inviting folks to church, and I sat down and began to talk to him. And he said that uh, he was invited to church and a strip club at the same time. (laughs) Not by the same person, okay? Same day. And he said, I made up in my mind I was going to go to both. I said, were you going to go to the strip club first and then church? Because then you could repent after, you know. And he said, no, I was going to go to church And then I was going to go to the strip club. And uh, so he said he went to church and he said, I grew up in the church, but I really wasn't a Christian. And you know what? Neither was I. But he uh, went to church and he said at the end of that service, he was crying like a baby. And he went down to the altar and prayed. And he said something basically, he said something happened. And he said, after service, you know, he was getting out and, you know, that thought of going to the strip club. And he just like, no, I'm just not going to go. And I was like, man, that sounds like Jesus. You see, because a preacher, I've been to church my whole life and nothing's happened like that. Jesus didn't say go to church. Jesus said, come to me. You see, when we come to church, we come almost far enough, but you gotta take that extra step right into the arms of Jesus Christ. You see, if you carry your burdens to church, you'll just be burdened in church, if you carry your cares to church. But the Bible said he bore our cares, he bore our sorrows, and Jesus will not just pick up our burdens, man, Jesus will pick us up. You know, if my daughter falls down, and she's carrying a backpack, I just pick everything up. You know that when God picks us up, we're invited to come Him, I kind of got ahead of myself. You know, Jesus invites us to a person, not a place. When we invite people to church, I'm inviting people to church, but I'm inviting people to come to a place where they could hear about a joining, a joining with Jesus. You see, Jesus said, Come, there's an invitation, and I like it. It's not an invitation unto some, it's an invitation. Unto all. I mean, you come, people listening can't hear this, but the church we have is a church of all nations. It's like God plucked one person from every kind of walk of life. Why? Because, and let me tell you, I brag on folks. I talk about, if I'm talking to a guy from Puerto Rico, I talk about a Puerto Rican that comes to church. If I meet someone from Antigua, he said Antigua, I talk about someone from Guyana, which is near Antigua. And we talk about food. And we talk, if I talk to a man from Haiti, I talked about some people from Haiti. And we ate the banan, banan, or something like that, but they're tostones, but they're Haitian tostones. But I talk about why, because everybody that comes who is a different, that shows a different side of humanity is a blessing. You're a blessing, and I I promote you. That is our strength, but it's to get them to come to the house of God so they can hear about the God of the house. Jesus said, come unto me all. You know, the Bible says that All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. The Bible says, who will have all men to be saved. You know, God wants everyone to be saved. That's why he reached out to me in California. He wanted me to be saved. That's why he reached out to you when you gave your heart to God, whether it was in a church service. Did my wife, did you get saved outside back in your hotel room? My wife didn't even get saved in church, but she heard about the God of the church in the church, and then she went back and knelt down and got saved. What did she do? She joined up with Jesus. She took that invitation. Now, have you ever heard of an RSVP? You get a a nice invitation, and they write RSVP. It's French. It it means it uh, No, it's responde. No, it's not. Look it up. Répondez. It's French. Répondez s'il vous plaît. So that means please respond. And that means that if you get an RSVP, that you're supposed to give an answer. And you know that when we come to the house of God, when God says, Come on, he says, I want an RSVP. If you're not going to come, tell me. If you're going to come, tell me. You know what? I'm glad that that, after all the years of saying, no, no, later, 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 I said, here I come, Jesus. I want you in my life. And you know what? It's the best decision a man or a woman can make is to say, God, I'm not coming to church. I'm going to come to you. And God makes a difference when we join with Jesus. You're invited to respond. preacher, but I don't know if I'm going to do that. You can't do maybe. It's a yes, I'm going to be there. Or no, I'm not going to be there. You know that really God calls us to every church service. It's an RSVP. Are you uh, for me? Or are you against me? Got them for you. And there have been times, man, as I've gone down to the altar, God, if I've gone away, let me come on back. If my power has gone down, you see, God has not changed. If we need power in our life, just go back to God. That's where the power is because when we're invited to come, we're also invited to leave. You know, when you walk out of the church, you're leaving the church, but you're also going somewhere, right? But we're also invited to leave our burdens. Where I, my, my daughter brought a, an umbrella and she'll stick that umbrella at the door. You know, you can check your burdens at the door when you come to Jesus. The Bible says that, that he carried our sorrows. You know, the Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard. Why, and I'm not just talking about sin, but when you try to figure out life without God, man, it's hard. So, why is this happening? I don't know. Say, preacher, why is it happening now? You're a Christian. I don't know. But I do know God. I know that there's someone that I can pray to. I know that there's someone that's going to walk with me that said, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. Say, preacher, you don't have any burdens? Man, I've got burdens. But God's carrying them. I've got a professional warrior. I've got one who's so high up he can squash the enemy before he gets to me. I've got one that's never going to leave me. And he's going to guide my steps. God is going to guide your steps. You know what the Bible said? The steps of a good man, they're ordered by the Lord. Now, you don't think God said that so he could get you into trouble. God orders our steps to get us through this life with power. Aloha. The Bible says we're invited to leave. When we're joined with Jesus, we're invited to leave our anxieties. Say, preacher, I have anxieties. You know what? You need to swallow up your anxieties with some joy that comes in Christ. And you say, well, preacher, I have worries. Well, you need to swallow up your worry with worship. You know that if you begin to worship, you know that bad thoughts are only one thought away from a good thought. Huh. You mean preacher anxiety? Anxiety is a repeated thought, isn't it? It's like a loop that you can't break out of. Now, some of you don't know what a record player is, right? Before eight tracks, there was a record player. (laughs) And then there was this little thing with a needle on it, right? And it would go around and sometimes it would skip. So you'd hear and you'd have to like move it manually so that the record would continue You know what? Anxieties are kind of like a broken record. You're going to fail. It's going to come apart. Say, wait a second. Let me insert some new thoughts in there. Wait a second. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I'm going to give you rest. Wait a second. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. The Bible said, at what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. The Bible said that all things work together for good to them that love God, who are the call according to his purpose. So that means this must have to work out. That means if it's bad now, it's getting better. I can leave my anxieties with Jesus. You see, if you, here's a group quiz, now I don't speak out, but, but you can just fill it in, in your mind. I'm at my wits. Don't say it. I am a bundle of, my life is falling. I am ready to throw in the... So what are all those? You see, overseas, you see that ladies in Africa carry these huge burdens on their head. They carry them straight on their head. And people in China, they carry these huge things in Africa on their back. Hundreds of pounds. And they labor. But you know that there are people in America, they don't carry the burdens. On their shoulders, they carry them in their hearts. They carry these emotional burdens that are, that are more weight than... And you can see people just pressed down. And yet they're in air conditioning and they have cars and houses and all of the amenities. But you know what? Jesus said, you can leave those things. If you join up with me, I will carry you. I will give you the freedom that you need. There's freedom in Jesus Christ. Have you ever gotten all worked up? I remember uh, my daughter was sick and my wife said, is, is, it, is she going to be all right? And I said, <clears throat> she was in the like, ICU, right? <laughs> I said, like, yes. She goes, promise. And I'm like, ooh, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> the doctors can't even get the IV. And I'm like. I promise. It was what are you going to promise? Well, I promise that I know God, and I'm just not going to worry about it anymore. That God is faithful, and guess what? She's still alive. But what if she died, brethren? We're all going to die one day. But you know what? To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I've got a confidence that I left my sin. I left those burdens that are going to hold me down. And then when Jesus comes back, we're not going down. We're going up. So I'm getting ready to go up. Say, well, I want what about your child. Get your child to Jesus, and they're going to go up too. Say, Emma, I'll see you later. I just want to make sure that she gets to the same place. Why don't we come over and hang out and drink some coffee and eat some ribs together in heaven. Amen. Amen. We're invited to join with Jesus. We're invited to come. We're invited to leave our burdens. But we're also invited, invited to experience. You see, Jesus said, my yoke is easy easy so a preacher i have i have tried to live like jesus and i've gotten stressed out trying to live like jesus he never said to do that did he where does it say this where he's supposed to come in and now it a wise old farmer they would often take a yoke is two animals coupled together, so they would take an older, wiser ox, right? That knew the farmer's commands, that knew the field. <laughs> Wasn't as strong, but was, was smart, knew the route, right? And they would take a young, not so smart, not so trained, but strong ox, and they'd put him with the older, wiser ox, so that the older, wiser ox knew when to turn And the strong ox would just do what? He would pedal, right? That was the one. Didn't know what to turn. Didn't know what the farmer was saying. But he would just do that. So preacher, is that like Jesus? No, that's not like Jesus. Jesus provides the wisdom. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Who giveth to who? All men, liberally. And Jesus provides the power. You see, we don't have to provide the power or the wisdom. With Jesus, it's kind of like you know barely touching the ground. Have you ever done that with your parents or whatever? You're walking and you got these little legs and when you come up to a curb, your parents kind of lift you up and as a little kid, you fly up. Have you ever done that before? One parent on one kid's arm, one parent on the other kid's arm and when they, they swing you back and forth and you're walking, but you're yoked to your parents so all the power comes from your parents and you know what when you come to jesus christ the bible said as many as received him then there's always room as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of god you don't have to try to imitate god you just let god live through you that's what joining with jesus means even to them that believe on his name Say, preacher, but you says as my wife comes to the piano, you said yoked, right? What does yoked mean? Well, you get together to plow a field, right? God will give you a purpose. God has a work for you. Say, preacher, isn't that a burden? Let me tell you. God will give you a meaning and a satisfaction like nothing else in life. You begin to tell people about God. It will give you a joy unspeakable and full of glory. Just try it. You will be challenged in the ministry. You say, preacher, but I'm challenged to make it to church. But it'll be the greatest thing that you ever do down here. And knowing that you're an influence, an eternal influence. Have you ever seen an airplane? Of course you have. Do you know how much those wings weigh? Probably a lot. How about those engines? Probably a lot. Why don't we just take them off, right? Because wouldn't, wouldn't it fly better if we took the wings off? Less weight, right? You'd be able to go take the engines off preacher that's crazy right right you need that weight because the weight of the wings and the engine doesn't keep you on the ground the weight of the wings and the engines gets you off the ground the things that Jesus had in our life and puts in us and the the, the spiritual things that we're exposed to they're not to keep us down there to lift us up reading your bible and serving god those are not things that are going to ground you they're going to things be things that help you take off with jesus but with heads bowed and eyes closed join with jesus you see jesus doesn't want you to try he wants you to let him be god let him be the power let him direct your life. So what he's looking for is a surrender. A surrender of all those burdens. You know what? When was the last time you just said, you know what? Quit fighting this thing. I got this nagging bill, preacher. Why don't you give it to God? Why don't you lay it at the altar? I mean, if you have it with you, but that's fine. But put it down and say, God, hey, you got this. You're bigger than that a preacher but it's a doctor it's this it's my this it's that it's this person they're not bigger than God all you got to do is let God be God and I know that sounds so simple but you know what imitating Jesus isn't what he's looking for it's letting God be God Christ in you the hope of glory I can do all things through Christ because the Bible says he strengthens me I'm joined with him he's living through me he's keeping me going he's directing my life he's making my life take off because his yoke let me tell you when you're yoked with jesus it's easy and his life and every day is t-g-i-f what's that thank god i'm forgiven